Welcome back to the WeBoo podcast. So the WeBoo podcast took a week break due to the 4th of July weekend slash week. So I had, I had a full week off from my work and Pat was also traveling the world. <laughs> so where did you go, Pat? And where are you right now? So I left California, spent some time in Michigan for the 4th of July. Fireworks are beautiful out there. Played some golf. Next thing I knew, I was in New York City, Manhattan, Brooklyn. It's a busy place. I am not a fan of all the traffic and the public transportation. But I spent a week there. It was a good time. And then I got called to Boise for work. So I am still not home. Hey, that's that's an exciting week that you had. And now we're live from Boise. We can say that we've been recording from two locations now, including California. So that's exciting stuff. And... Yeah, today today's podcast is gonna be kind of exciting because we're actually starting a new like chapter in our podcast, a new season in our podcast. So, just to give a little background on how the upcoming episodes are kind of gonna go. Coincidentally, when we started this podcast, we started this podcast like right when the spring 2021 season started, and Pat and I were basically talking about how we wanted to approach the next few months of the podcast. And we're like, why don't we just split our podcast into different sections based on the seasons of anime? So like everyone else, I'm sure is aware the summer 2021 season of anime just started a couple of weeks back. And I know we're a week late because of the 4th of July, but it's all good. And we're going to basically go week by week in tandem with the summer 2021 season, providing you guys with a overarching topic for the season and then giving you guys weekly topic that is a subtopic of that overarching topic. So so I know there are a lot of reviews, right? There are a lot of reviews out there, but yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, definitely. We have a lot of topics to kind of get through in this next season of our podcast. But yeah, is there anything that you're kind of looking forward to specifically with this new format or what you kind of want to what your main takeaway really is from formatting this podcast this way you know i think it's just good to give you guys an idea an agenda of what we're going to talk about if you want to skip something you don't want to hear about i think that's better we don't want to waste your time we're anime weebs out here chris is a slice of life stan i'm a shonen (laughs) stan but you know what if you guys don't want to hear about Slice of Life, if you want to be here for the shonens and you don't want to be here for the Slice of Life or vice versa, you guys do you. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be fun. But yeah, we wanted to just offer at least a little more structure because lately we've been just chatting. We've been without any specific agenda week to week. So, you know, we think this will offer everyone a bit more context is what we're trying to do here. Yeah, I mean, I don't really mind the tangents that we go on. They're kind of fun. So I'm sure we'll still go on some tangents here and there, but definitely want to give a little bit more structure. And for me personally, the main takeaway I, I uh, or I hope that it comes out of this format is basically like a flow, like a story that you guys can follow on a weekly basis. And also for us to give you guys our like live input and takeaways from each of the weekly episodes of the summer 2021 season because i i do think one of the fun parts of watching anime is watching with your friends and talking about it on a weekly basis talking about the episode what to look forward to the next week and you could kind of do that with us and basically it'll just hopefully cultivate a community of weeboos here and we can just communicate via discord or twitter or anything set social media and just talk about anime that's really the main takeaway i i hope to get out of this new format but yeah so to give a little background on 
what our overarching topic is. So our overarching topic of this of season two of this podcast will be the Weibo handbook or how to execute being a Weibo to the T. So essentially, we're just gonna kind of not tell you guys like how you should live your life as a Weibo, but we just want to give you guys a little bit more insight into how we live our lives as Weibo. So we'll be talking about. A lot of different categories of anime, how we approach watching anime, when do we drop anime, what anime do we look for specifically, and also just other topics that kind of give guidance in terms of like how we watch anime. So it'll be fun. We're not trying to tell you guys how to live your life, but that's basically the topic we're going to use for this next 13 episodes or so. All right. And speaking of that Discord channel, we're definitely going to be trying to use that more. We're going to be dropping our our weekly reviews in there. Of course, we're not going to offer too many spoilers. There will be spoiler alerts, but you know, I think it's going to be a fun season. It's going to be a new take and we hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. And we'll definitely give you guys a rundown of the upcoming episodes at the end of the podcast. But for today, what we're going to talk about is the spring 2021 season and anime that we thought was good or bad from that season what we watched and just basically what we thought about it and on top of that looking forward to this summer 2021 season what we're looking for and also how our anime watch routine is in terms of season by season anime so i know a lot of people out there probably binge watch anime pat and i watch anime in the middle of the season on a weekly basis and we just want to talk about how we approach that and yeah just getting things started here. Do, do you have any shows you want to talk about specifically from the spring 2021 season? Anything that you thought was really good and want to highlight or anything you want to tell our fans to avoid at all costs? So spring 21 was an interesting season. A lot of, a lot of different genres out there. And I think at first, my first highlight I'm going to at least touch on is the anime 86. I didn't watch it till it all came out. I'm actually glad I was able to binge it. Honestly, best anime of the season, hands down. I think it was great. Everyone should go out there and watch it. Season 2 is coming in October of 21, so it's not too long of a wait. If you want to wait so you don't have you aren't left on a cliffhanger, you can wait a few months, but honestly, I think that was a sleeper for me. I knew it was good. I heard a lot about it. I just didn't get to it. And when I watched it, I was like, thank God that I saw this before Summer 21 because that just made my season. What about you? Yeah, I definitely heard that 86 was one of the top anime from this past season. A lot of my friends even said that it's, it was probably their favorite anime of the season. So I, I'm not surprised to hear that you thought highly of it as well. The, another anime that I heard a lot of good reviews about was Vivi. I've actually had the chance to watch the last or the first 11 episodes or so, so far now. And it's pretty interesting. Vivi's very interesting show. It, it kind of reminds me of Violet Evergarden in terms of how the show is formatted. So there's a lot of small arcs that kind of combine into this like overarching arc of the show. It's pretty emotional and a roller coaster because of that, but it's pretty interesting. And I, I thought that it's, it's a pretty good show. But besides that, so I watched Vivi at the, after spring 2021 ended but i did myself a disservice and watched two slice of life shows called hige hero and osamake and those are so trash that spring 2021 in my head is like the worst season of anime of all time <laughs> I, I think i gave both of those shows on mal four out of ten but i'm basically on the on the brink of downgrading it to like two out of tens oh no i was on twitter the other day and i was like looking at anime trending or something and they were like oh 
third place anime of the season is Hige Hero. And I was like, oh my god, someone save me because the anime community thinks this garbage is good. We're doomed. Okay, truthfully, I do have to agree with you. If I didn't see 86, I would have thought the season let me down. I used the spring season to do a lot of reruns, watch a lot of old anime that I missed. And then when I was really, really bored, I hate to say it, but I did watch a couple episodes of Boruto. Oh, no. <laughs> when the season's so bad, you have to watch Boruto on a weekly basis. That's when you know. But uh, there actually are some shows that were pretty decent. So To Your Eternity and Tokyo Revengers were very decent. They're still ongoing. Lo- love Tokyo Revengers. Yeah, I think the the only problem with both was that they were slow, right? From what I've heard, I didn't watch Tokyo Revengers all the way because I heard that it was so slow. And I didn't want to get pissed off for, on like a weekly basis. But I... I watched To Your Eternity, and the setup of the show takes so long, I could see a lot of people just dropping it at, like, episode 7. And I am one of those people who dropped it. You know, I think I've heard To Your Eternity's picking up pace. It sounds like something I'm going to have to revisit, but at the time, I, I just couldn't do it. I got through four episodes. I tried. You know what's funny, though? What brought me back to watching To Your Eternity eternity on a weekly basis was the opening song pink blood by utada hikaru and the only reason why i went back and watched every single episode was because utada hikaru refused to bring out that song on spotify until like june like mid-june so i the only way i could listen to the song was to watch to your eternity so i was like you know what <laughs> i'm gonna watch it on a weekly basis just because of this that's actually a smart marketing ploy i love it yeah, they, they were definitely pulling the strings on that one to make sure that people were coming back. But I do think the show is picking up. It's, I think, supposed to go for like 20 episodes. And it's on episode 13, at least with the episode that just came out this past week, uh, which is basically in the summer 2021 season. But we'll see how it goes. I, I do think it's it's very good. I, it does give me some vibes of like Shin Sekayori and like Nagi or Steins Gate that required a lot of setup to make the setting of the the show complete in order for it to basically like tackle the different aspects of the plot so i do think that these next seven episodes or so will probably be a lot better than the first seven very fair all right well you have to let me know because I'm, I'm definitely down to revisit it i just have to get that nudge you know i think there's always going to be anime out there for everyone that they're going to need a nudge to to work past that that point where they might drop it and not go back and that's the benefit, I think, of watching anime with people. You you can have friends who take one for the team, and sometimes you end up like Chris, and you just took one for no reason. <laughs> but, but other times, it might be worth it. Dude, the spring 2021 season, man. I just, I don't even want to think about it. Although there were some good ones, but those two shows that I named earlier just like ruined it for me because they were just so bad in the slice of life market, and that's really what I look forward to on a weekly basis, so unfortunate you know speaking of spring spring 21 we do we should shout out some of those smaller uh, anime like anime that kind of aired that were just fun fun to watch you know is like goku shfudo and i think that we, we we should at least name that one we did watch it it was a good laugh yeah it, it was pretty funny actually and we did talk about it on, on the podcast as well so if you want to hear our in-depth analysis on the show, then the it's also called The Way of the House Husband in English. So yeah, take a listen to that podcast if you want to 
get an in-depth analysis on the show but it, it is really funny and i did enjoy it and another one i want to shout out i don't know actually if this came out on a weekly basis in spring 2021 or if it just came out all 13 episodes on crunchyroll is odd taxi and i'm in the middle of watching it right now but it's so well done and i i need an episode probably later on either in the season or maybe in the next season of the podcast season three where i just talk about this show because there's just so many parts of the show that is so interesting to me and i i would i just need to talk about it i maybe i talk about it in tandem with b stars because it's it's about animals too <laughs> that's an interesting one because yeah I'd, i hadn't heard of odd taxi until recently yeah me too I'd, i didn't even hear about it at all until some of my friends started bringing it up and I, I just didn't even see it coming out on a weekly basis on Crunchyroll, but that could have been just me being completely blind to to it, so I have no idea. And I guess if we're speaking about some other shows, I should shout out that some of my friends have told me the Fruits Basket season was pretty good. I didn't, I don't watch Fruits Basket, but I should probably just name drop that. Okay, wait. Do we want to go there? Do we want to go there? Because I actually have a really interesting question based on Fruits Basket for you. All right, bring it. Okay, so Fruits Basket, the final season, I haven't watched it. And I've only watched the first season of Fruits Basket. But at some point in the spring 2021 season, Fruits Basket overtook the number one spot on Mal in terms of top down anime. So it overtook Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood as the number one anime based on score. Granted, there's not that many people that scored fruits basket there's there was about i think two hundred thousand members at the time that it took first place but it still took first place which is pretty remarkable but what happened right after it took first place was a bunch of Fullmetal alchemist brotherhood fans i think the fmav sibs just started barraging fruits basket the final season with a bunch of one out of tens when they didn't watch the show so it deranged from the number one spot to like fifth because of that. So this is kind of going on a tangent here, but do, do you think Mal is just fake, fake as hell now? Because I think it's just not reliable now, now that I heard that. You know, we've always talked about how we don't understand some of these scores, but <laughs> I can definitely see a community out there being toxic. Yeah, maybe we have like a... To slice a life. (laughs) Specifically to slice a life. If Fruits Basket was a shounen. Yeah, no, if Fruits Basket was a shounen, it would just stay up there, right? Like if Jujutsu Kaisen or AOT took the number one spot, I don't think a bunch of these Fullmetal Alchemist fans would just bomb it with a 1 out of 10 because they probably like the show too. But I don't know. We, We might need like a full dedicated episode in this season for Mal and how corrupt it actually is because that basically and i know i've said this in in past pod past podcast saying that full malcolm's brotherhood might be the best anime that we've ever seen to date but maybe that thought in my head is just ingrained in my head because of these mal controllers almost who control the rankings of these shows by just putting in the wrong input and wrong reviews (laughs) that's a good point I definitely think we have to come back and visit. This is an interesting topic. I know it's not today's topic, but it's going to be a topic. All right, all right. We're going to have a full podcast or one of these podcasts in this current season will definitely cover Mal and how (laughs) corrupt it is. But I guess going back 
to our topic of this podcast and now that we kind of talked about the spring 2021 season summer 2021 is right you know ongoing now not right around the corner because it's already happening but in terms of what watching a new season what kind of routine do you really go for or like how do you pick what show to watch how many anime do you even watch in the middle of the season basically you know what's your pitch to someone that binges anime and doesn't like to watch anime on a season by season basis like what what's the appeal of it really yeah so i think you know your big studios right i normally do look at studios but the big ones if they're putting out a new anime sometimes those big ones they have the budget to even put out trailers so you do hear about them a couple months out Sometimes when I see those trailers, I do look forward to those anime. So that's the benefit of a trailer. I know some of the smaller studios, they don't get to have such elaborate uh, advertising. But for me personally, I do like to see what studios are coming out. And I do filter by some categories. But, you know, first of all, I usually do look at the studio. And I guess going on to your question about how do you really convince someone to watch something or how do you get them excited for what's coming out i think that's just about being being with a group of friends right if someone in your group is saying this is coming out we gotta watch it it changes it changes the way you perceive things yeah it's really interesting because i do think the most appealing part about watching anime on a weekly basis is watching with friends and i know you know, you're the Shonen stand and I'm the Slice of Life stand and we barely have any overlap in terms of what shows we watch on a weekly basis for the current season. But like when we find that one or two shows and we just talk about it every single week on that Saturday when the show comes out and we just either rant about the the episode or just talk about how hype it was, like it's pre- it's a pretty good feeling. And it's interesting because there's a lot of people... I know for a fact in the Western audience that like to binge watch shows and don't like to wait on a weekly basis. But recently we've seen this weekly basis release by Disney as well in on Disney Plus where they're releasing these Marvel shows that they put together, you know, which are basically like branches from like the Avengers storyline. But they're basically bringing out like shows like Loki and I forgot what the other the the other names of the shows but they bring it out on a weekly basis and maybe that's just so that people stay subscribed to disney plus for a longer time and it's just like a money play but at the same time it's kind of forcing western audience members to have that attention span or have that willingness to wait on a week by week basis so it's kind of interesting to see or it will be interesting to see how this actually plays a fact or plays a role in anime as well if people are actually going to just start watching more shows on a weekly basis or not. Right. And and that's a really good point that you brought up the Disney Plus uh, type of anime, anime one week, one episode a week release style. Because I noticed that in my own family that my parents were actually looking forward to some of these weekly aired episodes. And, you know, my family, my parents, they don't watch anime. But I know when I'm growing up, I'm going to be still watching anime. I'm going to be looking forward to it probably watching it with my kids we're gonna be having a shonen party all day every day <laughs> but you know i think it's getting more popular that it's a family thing and maybe during this this past year when things were rough people looked forward to enjoying whether that was with family or friends just sitting down 
and watching an episode together. And I know my friends did that for AOT, which I, I know I haven't watched. And I, once again, will apologize to the community. <laughs> <clears throat> but, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a good feeling. Like you said, I, I definitely would recommend anyone who wants to maybe get into anime or is thinking about watching to watch with someone because it changes your kind of experience. Yeah, maybe the COVID did do something positive here in terms of just having people gather via Discord and watching shows or Netflix party, I think is what the Chrome extension is called. Just having people just gather around and watching weekly shows, it, it might have been something that just came out of COVID really. And I don't know, but yeah, definitely watching anime on a weekly basis, it, it is an interesting thing because there is a point for me at least, where I lose a bit of momentum in terms of watching shows. So it's like all opportunity cost to me. Like if the show isn't good, like it starts tailing off. I, I don't have that motivation to watch it on a weekly basis. And then I stop watching these shows that lose that momentum. But do you have any guidelines or like what you look for before you like drop a show or like prioritize another show so you could just prioritize something that was already out historically because you don't want to waste time watching something that's bad in the current season yeah i think like you said it, it's gonna it comes down to opportunity cost and anyone who watches anime anyone who's a weeb out there they're gonna know what we're talking about when you sit down on your saturday or sunday you haven't watched anime for a week and you think about what you're gonna watch you're going to choose, or at least I choose, just like my food, <laughs> what I'm looking forward to first. <laughs> and then I go down and down. And there's always going to be some at the bottom of that bucket that just episode four never gets seen. You never make it. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm the complete opposite. So I watch all the crap that I possibly can in, in like the middle of the season. And if I have to really drop it, I'll drop it. But even like Hige Hero and Osamake from spring 2021, which I gave four out of tens, and I'm gonna probably give like two or three out of tens after I think about it a little bit more. I watched those to the end and I didn't watch Tokyo Revengers to the end or I didn't even watch 86. I didn't watch Vivi until the season ended. And yeah, I might just be psycho because I just like watching these shows that are good or that I know that's good after the season is out because I'm kind of just looking, digging around basically to find a show that's good that no one knows about. <laughs> so for all our future listeners, what Chris is saying is that if he says he's watching something and it's week two of the season, it's most likely trash. <laughs> yeah, if I'm giving you live updates of summer 2021, like, oh yeah, I'm still watching this show. Yeah, it's probably a five out of ten in my books should we get you an episode on uh, trash taste shout out to trash taste. i know just let me just bash on shows please <laughs> but yeah I, I think i don't know what it is about watching like bad shows i just kind of get it out of the way way and they're easy to watch because i don't need to fully pay attention to them on a weekly basis but if i'm binging a good show like when i binged Jujutsu kaisen and dr stone back to back it had my full attention to watch the show like I, I wasn't multitasking i wasn't on my phone when i was watching these shows because i had to fully pay attention to how good it was and like just really capitalize on the show but okay when you when you binge do you end up finding yourself 
staying up way too late no 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 matter what day of the week no. or you uh oh okay i have like a schedule <laughs> interesting who are you sure you're a weeb sir no th- okay so there there are <laughs> there's certain shows that are like i have to stay up and watch this to the end dr stone isn't one of those shows but True. Something like AOT, after I'd let it sit for a little while and I had to watch all the seasons, I was up till 3 a.m. like watching AOT because that, that, that show was so good. I was like, I need to I need to just keep watching this. I can't stop watching it. But something like Dr. Stone and Jujutsu Kaisen, I didn't feel the need to watch it till like 3 a.m. I, I don't know why in terms of Jujutsu Kaisen. I know why because for Dr. Stone because it's, it's not really cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger. There, there's just a set plot, and you kind of just follow that. But Jujutsu Kaisen, there is more of a cliffhanger in terms of the fighting scenes. But something with Jujutsu Kaisen, I was just like, I've, I've kind of seen it all before. It's not that special to me. So, like, I could just wait till the next day. That's pretty fair. I mean, there are definitely anime that you can definitely go to sleep and not itching to watch that next episode. And that's more of a shonen thing, right? You you start a shonen, like a real like actiony shonen at eleven p.m. Even if you have work the next day, you're probably gonna stay up till three. The funny thing is, though, I actually think the romance animes are the ones that I end up staying up late the most for, <laughs> because I want to know who gets with who, and that's not as clear. And I just, I don't know. I just have this urge to want to know. And I just stay up till like 4 a.m. And then end up reading the manga once there's a cliffhanger at the end of the season. And then stay up till like 7 a.m. It's always downhill when you go search for the manga. That's how you know you've digressed. I know, I know. I gotta stop doing that. But sometimes you just gotta do it while we're young. Well, I guess going off of this, what do you think constitutes the reason that anime has cliffhangers? I think it's really just tied into the fact that it's released on a weekly basis. You need to get your audience to want to come back to watch the show the next week. And if there is no reason for them, if there's just a clear-cut end to the episode, they're not going to want to come back and turn on your episode. Unless it's me who wants to listen to Pink Blood and just want is watching anime to listen to Pink Blood, then maybe there's a reason. But... Really, I think at the end, it, it does come back to the fact that anime is formatted on a weekly release basis where they just have to incentivize people to want to come back. Yeah, that, that's a really good point because they're, they in Japan, it's released on a weekly basis. And in America, it's a bit delayed, right? We don't get to see things until they're, or at least I can't see things until they're subbed. And I hope no one out there waits until they're dubbed. <laughs> but <laughs> oh shout out to the dubbed fans out there the cliffhangers really get me sometimes sometimes the i mean i know it irks you and sometimes for me it just makes me hyped up week after week yeah and i mean if you're feeling that way then i think the anime studio that produced this anime succeeded at what they were trying to do because they really have to get people hype or feeling some type of way feeling emotions to want to come back on a weekly basis and i do think maybe that's where the disconnect is in terms of 
like Western audience members who like to binge watch shows and those who like to watch on a weekly basis because maybe that feeling or like that hype or maybe they just feel like irritated like that's not enough for them to come back on a weekly basis it's a dangerous feeling though right because now because we were talking about what makes me look forward to the next season to a new anime and what constitutes a drop you know sometimes i'm looking forward to these cliffhangers and sometimes because i like so much shonen and i don't get a cliffhanger that falls lower and lower in that bucket it, it just keeps taking steps down and eventually it pulls a two-year eternity where i really shouldn't have dropped it but it got dropped yeah but i mean i don't blame you that you've drop to your eternity because the setup of the plot is pretty slow and i know a lot of people that have even dropped steins gate because of that because it takes so much time to set up the plot the setting just everything all the characters that are involved into the show that a lot of people just get lost in that and start dropping the show but for me personally it's not even like these cliffhangers or like a clear-cut reason that I find to drop these shows. It's literally just like this slow fade almost where once one episode, they mess up the ending or they they have something really, really scuffed in the episode. And I'm like, okay, this, all right, this show's kind of getting scuffed. Next episode, they repeat the process. They have another scuffed plot or they're just trying to fill the anime with fillers. And I'm just like, all right, this is starting to piss me off. And then... When three or four episodes like that basically continue, that's when I know I'm for sure dropping the show. Or I don't even actively drop it. It's just, I just can't get myself to turn it on that next up, that next week. Right. Unless you've committed to going through the anime like Promise Neverland 2. <clears throat> oh, God. <laughs> we should never talk about that anime ever again. We have a whole podcast dedicated to that garbage. Okay, you're right. You're right. We're, we're that's in our past. That's that's a spring twenty one decision. <laughs> maybe maybe we should use this as a as a time to move on to maybe some summer twenty one. What we've seen in terms of trailers, what we're looking forward to. Yeah. So at the start of the podcast, I kind of mentioned this, but I really wanted to with this new season of the podcast really be active in terms of how many shows I watch in summer twenty twenty one, so I could give our listeners a live i don't know live review of or live thoughts of what i thought each or on a weekly basis each episode yeah so i actually made a conscious effort to research a lot of these shows and watch a lot of the first episode or two but there are a lot of shows in summer 2021 that are really promising to me not just from a slice of life standpoint because I, I do search for my slice of life shows but i did watch a lot of other shows as well but is there any show that stood out to you after you've kind of watched the first episode or a trailer or maybe you just saw the studio that was behind it or the author and that got you hyped yeah so i mean we all know reincarnate as a slime second season part two is coming out i don't know why they just don't call it the fourth season <laughs> yeah i don't even know but, what these like part differences or divisions are really <laughs> but anyways but yeah everyone i think in the anime community is looking forward to this one there's it's gonna be the first one that i'm gonna talk about and 
I've seen the first episode. It's probably going to be the most hyped anime for me in terms of what I'm looking forward to. But maybe not to dwell too much on that. Uh, some other big studios are putting out some new anime. Bones is coming out with something. I know I don't like some of the Bones anime. And for those of you who know what that is, it's My Hero Academia. <laughs> but but Bones is coming out with a new anime, The Case Study of Anitas. It looks really cool. I'm excited to watch it. Haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Um, but it's definitely going to be coming up. And then maybe the last one that I was looking forward to in terms of something in the studio, actually two of them. There was PA Works and Madhouse. So Madhouse is coming out with an anime called Sunny Boy. And PA Works is coming out with an anime called The Aquatope on White Sand. And I believe that one's already aired their first episode. Yeah, those are really good ones that you actually named off there. And I've watched the first episode for all of them except Sunny Boy because when I looked up Sunny Boy, I think on Saturday or Friday, the first episode hadn't aired yet. But I watched the first episode of K- or the first two episodes of The Case of Vanya does. And oh man, dude, I'm so excited for the show. Just I like the plot. I like the art. I really like the characters. It does give me kind of like Bungo Stray Dog vibes a bit but <laughs> besides that it i i'm i'm very much looking forward to the show there's kind of like action elements to it there's a like dark sci-fi psychological elements to it but yeah and one thing that's really interesting to me about the show is that the format of the show is in a memoir so you kind of know what's gonna happen in the end and i'm not gonna say anything because you can find out right after you watch episode one, but you basically know what's going to happen in the end, and you're basically watching all of this unfold. So it is a very interesting format. I'm really looking forward to it. Before we, I lose this train of thought, you mentioned Boongo Stray Dogs, and that was actually something I dropped at the first season. And I just wanted to get your opinion on on it did you did you watch bungo stray dogs yeah it's pretty funny because i actually just started watching bungo stray dogs with my girlfriend she wanted a mystery show and i just read the premise of bungo stray dogs i was like oh this kind of sounds like mystery let's just watch it so we started watching it i actually and i tweeted this on on our twitter but i actually think it's good um i've only watched the first seven episodes or so but it's really entertaining to me and it the case of Vanyadas, or the case study of Vanyadas, has similar vibes to it. So maybe those that didn't like Bungo Stray Dogs won't like the case study of Vanyadas. But something about both both of the shows are really entertaining to me. The characters are really likable. It's just hilarious. Okay, well, yeah, maybe you're gonna have to update me when you get to season two because I dropped Bungo after the first season, but everyone told me it just got better and better. So yeah, I need a maybe a, you. You need to be that push to just get me to to go back and hammer this one out. Man, there's so many shows I need to watch, but I, I definitely want want to finish Bungo Stray Dogs just because I I'm having a very easy time watching it. It's not hard for me to pick up the show, and it's just really entertaining and funny for me to watch. And I I really like shows that have humor in it. So there's another show I want to talk about from the summer 2021 season that you you mentioned as well, and it's The Aquatope on White Sand. So I'm a big slice of life guy, as you may know. And I first watched this trailer, I think, 
a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, my friend sent it to me and I was like, wow, this looks just like Nagino Asukata plus Hanasaka Iroha, which are two, two of my favorite slice of life anime. Like what can possibly go wrong? And I looked at the studio that was producing it and I saw that was PA works. And the last few episodes or a few shows that I watched from PA works was from a show called the day I became a God. And that show was so shit. It was a, it's the one, only one out of 10 I have on my mouth, I think. And I'm so concerned that PA works is just going to produce another shit show because they've just been on a roll of, of just one out of 10. And I, I, I'm just, I'm so scared. Do you think the person who worked on Nagi is working on Aquatope? Because like you said, it looks very, very familiar. You know, I'm pretty sure that they got the same people that worked on it, basically copy-pasted it, and then was just like, you know. Let it run. Yeah, let it run. Let it ride. Hey, it's got 24 episodes. So a lot of PA works, they don't go past 12 or 13. No, yeah, I'm based on what I saw in episode one and the trailer, there's literally nothing that's signal to me that it's bad. But I got the same exact feeling when I watched the day a day of the day I became a god. I watched the first five episodes and I was like, wait, PA works, dude, finally they're producing a slice of life that was good. And at episode eight or like nine, they inject the show with a bunch of these like science I don't, I don't even know, but methodologies and theories that make no sense in terms of a slice of life context and add nothing to the show. And I don't know if that's something that PA works did or if that was just on the writers or someone else above PA works. But since then I've been extremely discouraged and I am just overly concerned that PA works is just going to flop another slice of life that I I'm really hoping is a 9 out of 10. It sounds like whoever runs PA Works' science division needs to go take some classes then. It was like it was like Charlotte but like cracked Charlotte. They basically injected <laughs> steroids into all the bad parts of Charlotte. And I I'm just praying oh, no. they don't do this with Aquatope because the two anime that that really resemble Aquatope are, are Nagi just because it's by the ocean in terms of and there's this like character in episode one i don't even know if you picked it picked up on this but there's like a ocean god looking spiritual dude and it, it just feels like nagi 10 out of 10 and the other show is called hanasaka iroha and i've talked about this on the podcast as well and it's just about a like a female lead that kind of goes to another city to learn how to work and it just gives me the same exact vibes and i love those shows so dearly that if they if they fuck this up man <laughs> pa works is just going on on my like anime blacklist i would be pretty disappointed if they use the same color scheme as nagi and destroyed it i might have to have porter make a new song yeah it's just like uh, I, I really have high hopes for the show. So I, I definitely think that it, it has potential to be one of the better slices of life or slice of lives in this season and maybe in 2021. I just hope that PA Works can execute it to a T. 
Yeah, I guess we're gonna have to do. Maybe we'll have to do some weekly check-ins on this one. Always drop it in the Discord or or tweet about it. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll definitely be on his case. I'm not letting PA works off lightly here, but I guess in terms of some of these other shows and staying in like the slice of life topic, another show that I watched the first episode was of was a show show called Remake Our Life, and I don't think you watched a sh- a show called Relife. And I don't know if you watch Sakura So, but Remake Our Life just has the exact same vibes of those two shows. Kind of similar to how Aquatope has the same vibes of Nagi and Hanasaka Iroha. It gives me the same feeling or it has a really similar plot as Real Life and Sakura So. And both of those shows are also two shows uh, that I very much dearly love and i've said that sakura so is probably my favorite anime of all time so I, I i'm looking forward to this one as well but have you had a chance to watch the first episode i actually did and it was weird because it's such a long episode yeah 50 minutes for anime that's unheard of almost for episode one yeah so for anyone wanting to watch this set aside 50 minutes for the first episode but having said that it's it's a pretty damn good first episode at first, though, uh, I don't want to get into it too much. That's not the point. But I was like, okay, this is kind of... I thought it was going downhill real quick. I was like, how... there's like no explanation to the start of it. But all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I like this. <laughs> I enjoy this anime. And now I'm hooked. It's, it's at the top of my bucket. Yeah, I think what's really interesting about it is I do think it's really relatable. Kind of. It has kind of similar themes to Steinsgate in terms of like living a different world line. So like what life could have been if you made another decision at the fork of the road, basically, where you had to make a decision based on where you're going to work or where you're going to go to school for college in this case and how that really impacts your life. So I do think almost anyone can really relate to it. There, there's, I'm sure there's one point in your life that you had to make a, a very significant decision that probably changed your life for the for the rest of your life, pretty much. So it does have themes that everyone can kind of relate to. And it's really interesting in terms of the characters that are involved. There's a lot of different characters. And the college setting is like just, just a fun setting to be in. Right. And honestly, it's a pretty cool concept to think about what life would be like if you made a different decision. It's just that it's so similar to real life and Sakura So that I just can't get that out of my head. Like Sakura So isn't a do your life over kind of show, but it has the same vibes in terms of all these individual characters living in the same house. And there's like genius artists and like they're working together to produce something that's extravagant. And that's basically what Sakura So is, except in a high school setting. And then real life is another situation where you kind of lived your life till I don't even know what age, but like your 30s or mid 30s, for example. And you're basically given this ticket to go back in time to high school to relive your life in high school and just change the trajectory of your life. So it's it's like a mishmash of the two. And I, I both shows in my books are like eight or above. So I, I do have high hopes for this one. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it, and honestly, I think there's two episodes out now, so 
for anyone who hasn't started it, I think it's a great time to start. Yeah, definitely. Any other shows that you're planning to watch or looking forward to? Are you watching The Honor Student at Magic High School? <laughs> oh, we'll definitely be watching it. I mean, I've watched it's for those who don't know, the prequel was the Irregular at Magic High School. Actually, last season I did talk about one of the spin-offs on the Irregular at Magic High School. I don't know if it was season 2 or if this is another sp- spin-off. I need to check, but I did watch the Irregulars other season last season and it was terrible. I think from what I heard, this show is from the girl's perspective of the the girl in ir- the regular Magic High School at Magic High School, but I, I'm not 100 percent sure because I haven't watched the the series. Okay, well I hope it's better than the last season because whatever I watched last in the spring season was tragic. Dude, it was a tragedy. This show has like four seasons though, does it not? What this included, I swear it has like four seasons, so it has to be really popular. I think this is the third. Okay, it the the first season was extremely popular. The whatever came out last season was horrifying. I wanted to cry, but I still watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sometimes just gotta you just gotta stick it through. I mean, you were probably in in too deep after watching the first season that you just had to finish it. I was in too deep. They got me. Yeah, I'm not planning to watch it because I haven't watched the first season and we, we might talk about this later on in the season, but the the main character of the regular Magic High School, man, is way too OP. It was just such a turn off for me to watch. Hey, at least he wasn't voiced by Kirito. You know, if he was voiced by Kirito, I would have probably dropped in the first two minutes of the show. I gave it two episodes. Speaking of Kirito's voice, there is an anime that he is in in this season. Have you heard of Decide? No, I only heard of it because you mentioned it, but I have I have like no idea what it's even about. So for those who don't know, there's this new anime called Decide. I don't even know how to pronounce the rest of it. Traumare? Traumare? I don't know. The animation. Basically, it's more of a, I would say, CG anime. It's not hand-drawn or... I don't know if you've seen some of that art. I don't know what you would call it. I don't know if it is CG, CGA, but it's weird. <laughs> it is a weird anime. I can't get used to, I don't even know if it's CGA or CGI, but <laughs> the like the CG animation, um, I can't get used to it. And that might just be because we're so used to watching anime in this like hand-drawn 2D format. But I've seen a few shows try it. And there are shows in out there that incorporate it a bit like demon slayer actually incorporates it in some parts of the show if you kind of look closely but it's not used as the primary animation source by anime so every time i watch it i have a really hard time of just liking it the animation yeah i definitely agree with you i don't think it's one of my favorites i'm gonna stick out like i said a couple more episodes because it comes back to how do I watch anime? And I give everything like two to three episodes. At least I try to until it the opportunity cost. There's no more opportunity. That's basically that's basically what happens. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this plays out because at most, usually on a season by season basis, I watch like five shows maybe. But right now, I've watched the first episode or first two episodes of almost 10 shows. 
primarily for this podcast and i all right round of applause for chris (laughs) round of applause i just don't know how many of these shows i'll keep up watching but at the same time like i haven't really seen any show that i've hated which is kind of surprising except one show and that one show i just hate with a a god awful passion like it's it's just so bad but besides that one show all the other nine shows i watched that i've been pretty impressed with like the case study of vanitas aquatope as well kobayashi-san's dragon maid the detective is already dead my next life as a villainous s2 how realist heroes built rebuilt the kingdom like all these shows have been pretty good and i don't even like isekai that much or i wonder how it'll play out after episode three or four yeah it's 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 hard to dedicate that much time to watch all of these but you know maybe it's gonna be a fire anime season and you're gonna be you're gonna be stuck watching a a ton of them if to your eternity turns out to be as good as people are hoping it will be i think this season is gonna be really really good okay truthfully the reason i think i also dropped to your eternity is because TikTok hyped it up too much for me. I was expecting too much, and I didn't get it. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny? I think I actually hyped myself up so much on it because of Pink Blood <laughs> that I didn't get what I wanted from episode three and four or five. That I actually thought it was it was a drop show too, and I was about to give it like a five out of ten at the end of the season, but it got better and better as as the season went on. So. We'll see how that plays out, but there are definitely shows out there, including Kobayashi-san's Dragon Maid, which are like sequels to previous seasons. But in your opinion, do you usually watch shows that are sequels or do you usually watch shows that are new or like what do you look forward to more when you see the upcoming anime list? Because if something like Demon Slayer is coming out, right? Everybody, I'm sure everyone's going to look forward to the sequel more than the new shows. But when something like Chainsaw Man, Man comes, comes out later on in the year, everyone's literally just going to be watching Chainsaw Man. So do you usually watch sequels more or do you like finding the new shows? So for me, usually before the season, sequels will always take priority. But once I start watching, I think it's pretty rare for the sequel to remain my highest priority for the season. Usually I'm watching a couple, and usually there's something I find more interesting than the sequel. Unless it's one of the big ones, like Demon Slayer, where you can't complain. Yeah. Reincarnated as a slime, like, it's going to be my favorite anime for the first couple weeks. Is it going to stay there? I don't know. Some of these are looking really good right now. We'll have to see. In my opinion, I actually think sequel shows have a higher drop rate almost. I don't know what it is, but a lot of shows I watch after the first season and then the second season is just like, like a complete dud. I end up dropping and just replacing with a new show. Something like My Hero Academia, I did that with. So To be fair, I don't know if that was a season two thing or a My Hero thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Bones. That's the one anime of Bones that I'm not a fan of. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it does end up fading a lot more because it either doesn't build up on the hype or I don't know what it is. But there are other shows like Haikyuu that I've watched so many seasons of and I'm for sure watching Demon Slayer S2 and 
I'm watching some of these other shows as well, but sometimes they just like fade out for me in like season two and season three, maybe because they're just doing the same thing over again from season one or like they didn't build up enough of the plot. Right. And do you also think this comes down to like a question we touch on a lot is the budget. Do you think that in second seasons, unless you're known that this is going to be the top anime of the studio, that the budget gets allocated elsewhere after the first season. Man, it's it's hard to say because there's shows out there that almost at at like when I mention it, it doesn't really come off as hey, this is a big budget show. But like they still get the big budget. So something I'm thinking of is like Kaguya uh Kaguya Sama Love is War has a S2, but I don't even think that's like a big budget show, but it's got gotten such high reviews and yeah, it's just, it just did well without a high budget. So does it really need like budget to do well? I I, I really have no idea, but other shows like Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer, I do think like it requires budget to do well because of the action scenes. But some of these other shows like right now, like the sequels, like slime probably needs a big budget to do well. Kobayashi-san's Dragon Maid probably doesn't need a big budget to do well. And My Next Life as a Villainess probably doesn't need a big budget to do well either. I actually really don't know how like budget comes into play. I guess we'll have to see because Boku no Hero is going to be ongoing along with the case study of Vanitas. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the case study of Vanitas. I hope that people at Bones, you know, don't let My Hero Academia ruin the production of the case study of Vanitas because... It's it's going to be hard, I'm sure. And I don't know how they like divide the teams in terms of who tackles what. But I do think that there is a lot of potential with the case study of Vanitas. And if they kind of just let their foot off the gas for even one or two weeks, it could go to, go to shit pretty quick. Well, let's hope we stay pedal to the metal. Because I'm hoping this is a fire season. I'm looking forward to it definitely one of the more anticipated seasons that i've had in a while yeah it's funny though because i think fall 2021 i don't remember if that's when demon slayer comes out but i think it is and i think that's when chainsaw man comes out or it might be winter and then 86 so this feels like a really good season but we probably haven't gotten the most hype season of 2021 yet, which is crazy to think about. That is actually really crazy to think about. And we're going to have to revisit it uh, once we get a better picture on what's coming out and maybe some clearer dates. But it's going to be a good rest of the year. So I hope you guys are ready because it's going to be a lot of reviews, hot takes, burnt toast. We're going to have to do a couple segments. We're going to have to roast some things. And I know we're coming up on the hour mark, so just wanted to let everyone know that not every episode is going to be praise. Yeah, we're we're definitely going to be doing a lot more in-depth reviews, I think, because we're able to do that now that we're kind of doing this podcast while we watch the summer 2021 season, right? We could kind of review it live as, as it comes. So, you know, you, you can already expect my Aquato PA Works roast coming in about week five of the season, so... Just look forward to that. And then, yeah, we got a lot more stuff coming coming your way this season. So uh, to just lay out some of the upcoming episodes, we're going to basically break down some of the different genres of anime 
talk about the shows in the current season that fall into each of the buckets, but also talk about, you know, what really is the foundational foundational pillars of those genres. So for example, like for Shonen, what really is has laid the bed for Shonen to be the king of the anime genres. But the next few episodes, so next week we'll be talking about Shonen and OP main characters and how much they piss me off. And then the next week after that, we'll be talking about Isekai. So back-to-back episodes for Pat to, you know, flex his shonen and isekai knowledge on us. Although he sucks at trivia quizzes, so it's totally okay if he doesn't know anything. But Please skip that episode. <laughs> no one needs to listen to that episode. Yeah, so we got those two coming in hot for you. And we have a lot of anime in that fall into those buckets from the summer 2021 season based on what we talked about. Then the next show, the next episode... In the first week of August, we'll be talking about romance anime and also harems and what the hell harems really are for those that don't know what they are. And there are a couple of episodes or a couple of shows that are related to that in the current season, including Kanojo Mo Kanojo, which is my one out of ten show. So you can look forward to a roast by me that <laughs> in that episode. And then after that, we want to talk about sci-fi, psychological kind of mind f animes and we see that in the case study vanita sunny boy and we'll be talking about some of the older shows like psychopaths and death note who have kind of laid the foundation for those shows and then lastly we'll be talking about comedy and slice of life do even do people even laugh at the comedy that's in this because they're all japanese jokes so do people even get it and also just like how do people even relate to slice of life when there's not a whole lot going on in terms of plot and I'm sure I will be trying my hardest and giving my 150% effort to convince people that Slice of Life isn't garbage and that Fruits Basket should be number one. I'm just kidding. But yeah, so that, that's basically our next five episodes or so. And then at that point, we'll, we'll have a kind of division in terms of the topics we talk about. We'll kind of go over more interesting topics and not necessarily just genres, but topics that we think we should talk about in terms of anime weave so maybe that mal episode will come in right shortly after we go through these five episodes well thanks for giving us that breakdown chris i think we're it's gonna be an exciting couple weeks we got a lot coming a lot of anime to review a lot of anime to watch yeah definitely hopefully hopefully this season gives a new taste brings a new kind of take on this podcast and we hope you guys enjoy it Uh, we're gonna try to be more active I think well, we're going to try to be more active. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And if you want to, you know, talk to us or just communicate with us, feel free to click the Discord link, join our community and just give us feedback there. Or you could also follow us on WeboPod on Twitter and you could hit us hit us up there as well. And you could talk. You could see me talk about how much I love Bungo Stray Dogs there. So, yeah. <laughs> So that's that's about it for this podcast. Any last takeaways for you in terms of summer 2021 or how you watch anime or? Nope. I think that's a good way to end this segment. Uh, Give it a, sounds like it was a good episode. Good recap of spring, maybe what we're looking forward to. One quick shout out that fate, a fate movie is coming out at the end of the month for those who like the fate series. Um, But beside that, yeah, can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Yeah, my shout out is to Beastars is coming out this Thursday, I think July 15th on Netflix. So look forward to that. And that's a show you can binge. So yeah, 
I think that wraps up this podcast and looking forward to talking about Shonen and those OP main characters that come out of the Shonen next week. So peace out, weeboos. All right. See you guys next week.